This is the Pete and Kimber podcast. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Um, we have such fun coming your way on the podcast today. Yeah. And which we'll give you the latest update on very, very soon. But um, I'm just going to touch on some Hugh Jackman chat first it, well, off. Hugh's been in the news quite a bit of late because ever since the, the marriage split up with Deborah Lee Furness. They still make their way into the into celebrity news. So. Yeah, but that's not what's keeping him in the news. Like all the things that are keeping him in the news are um, his bromance with Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. because of the news that he's coming back to play Wolverine and they've started filming and he's training again. Yes, that's what's keeping him in the news. Yeah, I mean it because it, it goes differently for men and women. Like Deborah Lee Furness is getting lots of articles written about her where they're like. Deborah Lee Furness, seen wearing sweatpants and being comforted by a friend. Whereas, you know, she's probably just going out to the shops and doing the usual thing that everyone's well, doing. Well, have you seen the latest one of um, Deborah Lee Furness and what she's wearing? Oh, the T-shirt. The T-shirt where she's she's leaving the airport. She's coming back into Australia and the she's wearing all white and the T-shirt in big, bold, silver lettering says, shit happens. Well, it does. Yeah, I know it does. Now- as someone who has gone through recently what she's gone through with Hugh Jackman, mm-hmm. knowing that she's going to get papped and yeah. chances are people are going to talk about their relationship, yeah. do you think that it's a, it's just a, I'm just going to wear this shirt today? Or do you think it's premeditated knowing that she's going to wear a shirt like that and chances are paparazzi are going to pap her and then write headlines about it? If it was premeditated, I would have chosen something more expletive. Like what? Because then they're less likely to put it to print. Well, this, if you okay, go around well, wearing a C-bomb, they're not dropping that in the news. Okay, well then that's another that's another nod towards it's premeditated though then, isn't it? Oh, perhaps. Because, like, you're thinking if you're if you're thinking, okay, I can't wear a C bomb because it's not going to go to print. Yeah. Then maybe you could also equally be thinking, I could wear this because it's just enough to be able to make it to print. That is true. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think that you are someone who also, um, you know, you put so much thought into what you wear each day that you would know that all choices are premeditated. What are you trying to say? What are you trying to think about? Do you think about it? I just throw my clothes on. Uh, I don't think about it. No, I do think about it because I think about what I've generally got to do after the show when our show's wrapped up. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, so, the, like the time I was wearing a skirt last week and said, hey, guys, is there any reason I would need to get out of this skirt? <laughs> and the producers <laughs> went, no. Nah. And then I found out I was zip lining down Madagarup Bridge. Yeah. How was I going to put on a harness in a skirt, Pete? Did they think it through? Not quite, no. No. Um, but lucky you brought pants. Yeah. Because you're a thinker. I brought pants just in case because I can't mm. trust anyone. Oh, I, lo- I do love how the knickers you were wearing said shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a better word than knickers? Knickers. Something's very funny about that. Is there I a better word really, than knickers? I just never really know what to like. You know, for men, you just call them undies. Yeah. I don't think the undies are what women wear. Knickers. Knickers feel a bit, panties feels a bit gross. Panties does. Panties feels Panties feels dirty. like what someone would ask you for if they were in prison. Yeah. But I, but like knickers. So, have you got any panties? Not quite. I don't know. I don't know what the what it is. Knickers. What a, it's knickers? just fun. It, you know what it is? It sounds fun. 
It sounds knickers. fun. What oh, about I'm just if I around add, in my knickers. What about if I add the word bockers at the end? Knicker, knickers bockers. Knickerbockers. Knickerbockers. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I always thought about that. Well, I don't know. that. In answer to your question, I don't know if there's a better word than knickers. Like if you were trying to write it in a sexy way, if you were trying to send a special message to someone you love, mm. and you were sending him a little something, you, you know, you'd be like, I can't wait till you see me in my knickers. Oh, when you come home, I'll just be in my knickers. Like it's something. Well, how about if it's coming from the other side or it's like, I can't wait to get home and take your knickers off with my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. It doesn't, it's, it's you know what? It sounds, right. it sounds playful and fun, but it it's not sexy. Yes. But it's playful and it's fun. It's playful and fun and definitely better than panties. Yeah. I can't what? wait to remove your panties. Honestly, why has everybody complained about the word moist for so long? The word panties needs to be really seriously assessed. It's much worse. Yeah. Anyway, what was the news about Hugh Jackman? Oh, he's working out for Wolverine and he's missing leg day. Oh, good on him. <laughs> Coming up in the podcast, um, we ask men if you sit to pee and why. I mean, Are I, you was a interested, I was interested to know why men sit to pee. And then during that whole chat, it was completely derailed <laughs> by something that Rami said. And now, look, it's worth listening for that alone. Mm. If you don't care why men sit to pee, listen to it anyway. Yep. Um, we have an update from the, the anonymous caller who ran over her cat, uh, ran over her neighbor's cat, then buried it in the backyard because she panicked. And then months down the track was still like, I don't know whether to tell this person or not. Will she take your advice? Mm. Uh, we play yay or nay, which was, we learned a lot about yoga pants. Yeah, active wear. Active wear. Active wear. I mean, it encourages you to be active, I must admit, if you're wearing it. It does make you feel like you should do something. Well, it makes you feel like you should do something. Whether you do something or not is a completely mm. different story. You shared some horrible uh, stories uh, in the podcast about bad surgeries. I think it's just a public service announcement, really. is If you hear the list that you'll hear coming up of things that led up to the horrible surgery that this woman had in Turkey, mm-hmm. maybe at some point throughout that you just kind of go, this might not be for me. I feel like if I was going to go there, I'd be more likely to go there for the bread. Mm. Turkish bread's great. The bread is where it's at. Love the surgery, bread. forget eh. it. Um, and you're kidding me. Another cheeky round of you kidding me. You're kidding me. Yeah. A fun game for everyone to play. Um, so there you go. That's a podcast. Enjoy. Bye. The old age question, I guess, or the age old question rather, where people will go, if you were the opposite sex for a day, what mm. would you do? And other than like sitting around playing helicopter, Usually, <laughs> sorry, can you explain what that means? <laughs> I don't think I need to. <laughs> I don't think I need to. Uh, but other than just, you know, because I, I would, I would just swing it around a bit. I just would. Hey, you are, you're assuming that you get one where there's enough length to be able to swing it around. I mean, it's yeah, a, it's a shot in the dark. Hey? <laughs> 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 well, look, I mean, look, there's, there's a certain curiosity about it, isn't there? But, but one of the selling points. When people are like, oh, what's so good about being a bloke? Or what would be good about the, being a guy for a day? One of the big selling points is because you can stand up to pee. Mm. 
right? That's one of the major things. They're like, you get this opportunity. The rest of us are, you know, out on a big tour on the Great Wall of China and we're bust, busting to go and there's nowhere to go. Well, it's great in the sense that, um, it, like, it's very convenient. Like, as you mentioned, you know, yep. that. or But also just being able to run into a loo and there's just a trough. Oh, and to, you can just oh, stand at the trough. You yeah. don't have to wait for it. Like, there's only ever maybe one or two toilets for yeah. sitting, but there's a trough. And oh, half a dozen yeah. blokes can sit at the trough. You just do your thing and it's get out of there. It's a fast-moving line at a festival. It's isn't quick. It? It's quick. Um, except I've just found something online that's rocked my world. What's that? An entire graph on men around the world and the percentage of them that sit down to pee. Sitters. I've heard of this phenomenon. Oh, it's a phenomenon. It's is a it? phenomenon. Sitters. Um, they did a survey. They said thinking about the times where you only we go to the toilet only to urinate. So you're not going in there because you've got other business to do. Okay. Uh, how often do you sit down in order to do so? In Australia, apparently 25% of men sit every time. Is that right? 14% most times, 16% sometimes, but 25% are sitting every time. Now, I don't want to say you're wasting your opportunities, (laughs) but this was the selling point of being a man. Yeah. And here I find out... You're not using it. Well, I'm I'm curious as to why, as to where the um the instinct to sit has come from. I don't know. Like I mean, that's because in... for, for me, well, like when I was growing up, when you're taught first how to use the toilet, you got to sit, and then when as soon as I was old enough to stand with like virtually my thing above the rim of the toilet, yeah. I was taught to no, you stand like that's that's how I was shown from then on. Have you now moved forward from um, dropping your pants all the way to your ankles when you do it? No, 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 it's nice, that's it's continued. free and easy. Especially if there's a nice cool breeze <laughs> coming through as well. But when we were discussing this in the pre-show meeting this morning, um, Rami revealed something very interesting to us. Rami, yeah, I stand to poo. Oh, sorry, wait. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, wait. Let's start again. <laughs> Yeah, that we're still live on it. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's again, guys. Oh, God. Now I've got the image. Sorry. Now we're... <laughs> Everyone's thinking about Rami standing up to <laughs> All right. I think anyway. Right. <laughs> okay. Look, I, I apparently I understand why you're sitting because I would think it's just to prevent splash. Why? It's is to that create why? less mess, right? Is that why? Yes, that is absolutely why. Because if you stand to pee, I can guarantee you, you can pee all over the place. Stop thinking about me standing to poo. I want to know if you're a sitter. Oh, Are you a yes. guy who's wasting your opportunity yes. to stand up and pee all over the place? You can just stand and do it at any time, <laughs> do you do but you that. choose to sit. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. If I'm the one cleaning the toilet and I don't have to deal with mess, sure. Um, well, I no, I agree with you. I but I again coming <laughs> from a different angle here. Like I just I want to know where it's come from. I like if you've been doing it your whole life, why? Like where's where did, did it initially? Did to? someone tell you to? Is that the okay. reason why? Men, are you <clears throat> sitting down to pee? Want to know what the deal is? Brittany and Bankshire Grove, you were having this conversation. 
Hi, yes. Um, so, ironically, it was yesterday with a friend, and she turned around and told us that her pa- she makes a partner fit so she doesn't have to clean up after her. Okay, so that is the main reason then, splashback. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She makes him. I, I, love that. I don't get <laughs> yeah, it. How, I, how would you know? Like, I don't splash. When I go, I don't splash. I'm, no. a, I'm a dead-eye dick. Like, yeah, it's yeah. just Aim straight into right. the middle. You hit the water, well, you don't splash. When you can unravel it into the toilet itself, <laughs> you, you have less problems. I think you're thinking of somebody else. <laughs> um, Zach in Bassendine, are, are you a sitter? Do you sit? Oh, look, mate, I'm 50-50, right? So at night, middle of the night, you've got to sit. I mean, the missus has preferred that because I think she's got in there a couple of times after it. And, uh, yeah, obviously sat on something a bit wet. Mm, so yeah. to keep her happy through the night, yeah, definitely sit up. And you don't want to have uh, to turn but, the light on at night. Well, you're waking everyone up then. I mean, yeah, yeah it's more trouble than it's worth. And then through the day, I'm just, yeah, your average Joe. <laughs> By day, your average guy at night, City McSid. Sarah, you have got your partner sitting. Why is that happening? Yeah, so my partner's admitted to sitting because he doesn't want to do any like housework and stuff, so he basically sits there to um, waste some time. Where's, oh, where's he w- peeing? Like, if he doesn't want to do any housework, is he, is he peeing? Where's no, it's he? to waste time. <laughs> it's, like, it's like he's using it as his place to just hang out. Yeah. So he's going in there reading a book, all that kind That's of That's nothing unusual. I will go on. I'll, if I have to go and sit, for obvious reasons, I'll yeah. go and sit there for a good half hour, I reckon. While the rest of us are doing housework. Well, no, I'm not. It's, yes. <laughs> okay. Yep. Um, McKenna. McKenna. Yes. How you going, buddy? Are you a sitter or a I'm stander? Right. I am a stander. Oh, okay. No sitting. No sitting down here. No, what, but how nah. do, do you have any splashback? Well, no, nah, there's a trick to it. You have to hit the water first, then you lift it up just a little bit, and that fat bit on the back of the, down the bottom of the toilet, you hey, you hit that, and uh, you get no splashback. <laughs> that's the technique. Yeah. It, we call it yeah, doing the mechanic. Yeah, that's the technique. I'm telling you, if blokes are not doing that, they're still on their learners. <laughs> <laughs> Got a secret, can you keep it? Pete and Kimber present Mix 94.5's Secret Lives of Birth. Untold secrets, unbelievably true. Okay, so uh, we had our very first Secret Lives of Perth yesterday. Sure did. Right, it was the anonymous caller who went to mix.com.au, registered to tell us her deep, dark secret, which you can do as well if you've got one. Mm-hmm. Hit it off her chest. It's the woman who told us that she had run over her neighbour's cat and uh, accidentally killed it, then panicked, buried it in the backyard, and it's been months and she's still yet to tell the neighbour. Yeah, and had no intention of telling the neighbour, but the guilt is also eating away at her. Mm. And so we talked about it yesterday at mm-hmm. length. We had a lot of mixed fam call in and give their advice. Yep, take a listen. The guilt is terrible every time I see her. I consoled her and then I sort of try and change the subject. I mean, how long has the neighbour been looking for the cat? A few months. <sighs> Annette in Ferndale, what do you think? She so should tell her. That's just so wrong. So yeah. wrong. Uh, Michelle and Ellenbrook, what are your thoughts? I think she should uh, dig the cat up and take it and get it cremated. And not long after that, Anonymous got in touch with us again to say that she heard the advice and she knew exactly what she needed to do. 
Hello, Anonymous. Hi, how are you? Oh, welcome back, Anonymous. We're well. How are you feeling after having heard your secret aired to all of Perth and everybody's responses to it? Oh, it sounded a bit crazy when you hear it on the radio, but um, I have come to a decision. Oh, okay. Um, I've decided I'm going to dig up the cat and leave it on her front porch. <gasps> what? <laughs> no, I'm only joking. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. I was oh, like, my God. How did you come to that conclusion? Oh, my God. No, definitely can't do that, guys. Um, no, I've decided I'm going to get her a beautiful bunch of flowers with an anonymous note and have it delivered like that. I, I know it's only halfway, but I can't. I really can't. Well, that was one of the suggestions. I think it was Kat um, who actually, ironically enough, um, yeah. suggested that as the last caller when we took the calls on what you should do. And I, But yeah. I, I, yeah, I just... Anonymous, if this is about clearing your conscience and getting it off your chest, I mean, she's going to know what happened to her cat and she's going to have closure, but you're still going to be sitting on the secret that you killed the cat and buried it. And so do you think that oh, it's just going to sit with you? No, I think Kimber's more right. It's maybe more to get closure for her than me, maybe. Kimber's more right. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy it was recorded. Um, uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, good luck. And, thank you, guys. And again, thank you very much for uh, your honesty with us and for trusting us with something like this. We know it's a big deal, so thank you. Yeah, no worries. Thank you, Pete. And also, great get on leaving it on the porch. You really had us there. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. That was good. You got us gotcha. good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Anonymous. Thanks again. Okay. See you guys. Bye. Far out, I've got to tell you this story, mate, honestly. How badly did your surgery go wrong? Oh, dear. Is what we're after this morning. Oh, for me, there's just so many red flags in this story, so many chances for this person to go, you know what, maybe this isn't a great idea. Um, apparently, there's a real uh, there's a real thing for people to go over to Turkey to have surgery at the moment. Turkey's where it's cheap. at. It's cheap. Okay. Right? But there's a reason why it's cheap. UK mum Danielle Hunt had a full body makeover booked in Turkey, which she paid 14 grand Australian for. Oh, We're hang talking... on, no, you've already, you've already red flagged me. $14,000 for a full body makeover. Well, a full body. She wanted breast augmentation, liposuction, tummy tuck. Yeah, okay, but like that's in Australia, that's often the cost of the breasts alone. Yeah, yeah. It's cheap. Turkey, okay. cheap. How did it start, I hear you ask, right? Well, she contacted a Turkish surgeon on WhatsApp after being shown his Instagram by a friend. Kids, there's your first red flag. All right, mm. got to go to a GP we and then get recommendation. Oh, sure. Can't believe it came from a friend. Um, okay, this is the list of things that the universe is telling this woman don't do it. They didn't ask any medical questions such as health problems. Are you taking medication? Do you drink? They organised a driver to pick her up from the airport. They <laughs> can't even go for a massage without them asking those questions. Right. Um, they are, they organised a driver to pick her up from the airport who never showed up, so she had to make her way there herself. She was then taken to a clinic where they didn't use gloves or anything, any other sort of PPE to take her bloods or do anything else they were meant to. I'm sure the actual surgery will be fine, though. Don't worry about these little inconsistencies. Not long after taking those bloods, they then got her mixed up with another Danielle who was having similar surgery. Um, the following day, it was just before they were going to put her under. Uh, literally, she's lying in the bed. 
She was presented with 40 pages of forms and told she had five minutes to sign them or she'd lose her slot. Oh, dear. I mean, really? Um, Isn't that? Come on. Yeah, but she's, by that point, she's like, oh, I've flown all the way here, no. and all I'm imagining is how good I look in those bathers. I don't care how far you've flown. You could have crossed the Atlantic three times, right? The pictures are horrific. They are absolutely horrific. There's holes where there shouldn't be holes. Oh, no. Her stomach looks like when you open a continental roll after you forgot you left it in your car on a 40-degree day. Like, oh, it is no. It is terrible. Oh, the poor thing. How badly did your surgery go wrong? Now, we were given a piece of audio from Carrot Mm -hmm. to play you here. Have a listen to this. A group of moms went to Turkey. One of the the moms started having a lot of back pain and she was just like, I I don't know why I'm having a lot of back pain. Her normal doctor that she saw here was like, okay, well, did you have surgery recently? And she was like, yeah, I just got my boobs done. He's like, that's where your back's hurting though. So they do, I want to say they did an MRI. She had one less kidney. She was missing a kidney. She was missing a kidney. She went in for uh, back surgery and she was missing a kidney. Now, this is the thing. We're not talking about just plastic surgery here, right? We're talking about any sort of surgery, okay? Absolutely any procedure that you've gone in. Mr. Clegg with a leg for an arm and an arm for Uh, a leg. Exactly, right? Stewie and Byford, what happened to you? Hey, guys. I went in for a basic appendix operation about 35 years ago. Yeah. And instead of having a one-inch scar on your tummy and everything's good, my scar is now 12 inches across and 5 inches high. Could they not find it? What was happening? Um, they went in, took it out. They left a little bit in there. It got reinfected. They had to reoperate two weeks later. That got infected. They had to reoperate again. That got infected. Eight weeks later, I finally left hospital. Oh, <laughs> For a simple appendix operation. Um, Jackie and Cavisham, tell us about your niece. How badly did the surgery go wrong? Yes, hello. Um, My niece went in for surgery when she was about a year and a half years old um, and they were just scraping her nose because she couldn't breathe properly. Mm. And I think that was on the left side and now she's legally blind in the right side of her eye. What? What What happened? She has to wear an eye patch every day now. What what happened? What did they... Yeah. Um, What happened? What caused it? They don't fully know, but I think they might have hit the wrong nerve or something. Wow. But they, they don't actually know. And, yeah, she's just constantly always going back to the hospital and getting checkups and just, yeah. Oh, that's so awful. Just- wow. For a simple nose scraping. Yeah. Um, Erica in Brabham, you had surgery gone wrong for you. What happened? How you going, guys? Um, I had gastric sleeve surgery uh, about eight years ago now. Mm. And the surgeon used the wrong new tool, and which caused my stomach not to be stapled up properly. So I was everything I was eating and drinking was leaking inside my body, and I was septic and been out of hospital for two and a half years, tube fed, all the above. <laughs> Yikes! So yeah. they they can't they can't fix something like that, Erica. If you're saying like two and a half years, yeah, it's fixed now. Um, but. Could not close the hole for a very long time. Did you, like, I mean, obviously something went wrong for you, so this could yep. change your answer. But, like, in hindsight, would you still have had the surgery again? No. Yeah, wow. If I could guarantee it wouldn't go wrong, Yeah. then yeah. But there's a nice little Huge risk. Horse in how, place. How do so, you know? How do you know? So, did you, were you feeling things to make you go, something's not right here? Like things leaking yeah. inside you? 
yeah, I mean, generally they say you do have a bit of pain with the surgery, like you do recovery and stuff. And two and a half weeks later, I was still like I was day one, and I knew something wasn't right, so I contacted the hospital, and that's where it all started. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Whoa. Glad you're okay now. Far out. It's a big deal, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sure if you're on your way to the hospital today for surgery, it'll be fine. Totally fine. It'll be absolutely fine. Pete and Kimbers, yay or nay? Rami's here. Morning. Hi. Okay, yay and nay. So I'm going to give you a topic and you've got three seconds to make up your mind on which side of the fence you sit, okay? Okay. First one, active wear. Three, two, one. Yay. Yay. For, I love that you said nay, Kimbar, but Pete said yay. Such a yay. Tell us more about why you yay. I lo- man, when Liz is wearing active wear. Oh, wow. What about when you're wearing active wear? <laughs> you um, wear more active wear than anyone else I know. I would as- I would assume the same thing. I would assume it's a lovely thing to look at. What, she goes, Rrr. Yeah, no, sure. I think he means us. Yeah, oh, you guys. What about you, Kimbar? Um, I, d- I don't care that much for it, if okay. I'm honest. I'm a jeans a- and t-shirt kind of gal. The, to, to um, the gym? Well, you didn't say oh, you, to the you gym. Didn't specify you that. were just like active wear seems to be something that people just get it out and about in every day. That I understand it. It's good like moving house gear. If I'm moving house, active wear, that's but the time. I, I think it's just comfortable. I think it's just comfortable any just any general situation mm. kind of yeah, gear. Yeah, you're right. I haven't yeah. given up on life yet, so. <laughs> 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 I'm only kidding. Wow. The people who go in and shop at like Lorna Jane and stuff, maybe it's just me. I just don't want to spend $160 on leggings. Good call. Good call. All right, number two. Zombie films. Three, two, one. Yay. Nay. Did you say nay or yay? I just can't. What? I just can't. I, and any any horror film. I can't. That's not a horror film. I yeah. went on a I went on a date with a girl once, and we went and oh, saw we, we went and saw the ring. Another date. It's just any opportunity for him to say you went out on three dates. <laughs> just say you went out with Liz, okay? He no, no, this, this is before Liz, right. pre Liz, believe right. it or not. And we went and saw the ring. <laughs> Nobody loves these stories more than Liz. Now I thought the ring was a romantic comedy about um, like <laughs> a just, proposal. Yeah, a proposal. <laughs> <laughs> and we rocked up. And then, like, sat down, and the first few scenes are this, like, girl getting out of a television looking all freaky and stuff. It's I hid behind her for the rest of the movie. And yet no zombies to be seen. No. It's horrific. It's just horror movies um, in general. Well, speaking of zombies, uh, if you are a fan of them and you want to be in one, uh, Albany is going to be the new setting, um, the new set for a new uh, zombie movie. It's called We Bury the Dead. Yeah, Perth Production Company. Yeah. yeah so they'll be filming it uh, next month, I believe, in Albany. So if you want to be in that movie as an extra, you should probably reach out to Albany. Who's in it? Uh, some uh, actress named Daisy Ridley. Never <gasps> heard of her. Okay, I changed, I changed my mind. Oh, now you're into her. Well, she played Ray in Star Wars. Oh. She's wonderful. All right. Daisy Ridley. So is that, was she like in the Harrison Ford Star Wars? Or the ones well, Harrison Ford was in one of them, oh, or yeah. in a couple of them. Right, but these are the more recent like trilogy of Star Wars. Oh, the ones that no one watched. Third one. Wow. <laughs> Cooking <laughs> eggs in a microwave. Three, two, one. I mean, it's a clear nay. yay from me, isn't it? This is Loki and team Nay. I, th- I think yay. only if you're desperate. Yeah. Like, you know, you don't really want them, but you would if you were, say, living in a caravan for a while. They tasted really good. I had no issue with them whatsoever. So for some the rest con- of us had an issue with the smell. For they smelled con- particularly microwave. For some context... Pete almost derailed our pre-show meeting this morning at 5am. It was too early for eggs. With microwaved eggs. As if our pre-show meeting is ever on the rails. 
Ever. Hey, the boss is listening to this. It is always on the rail. Speedy, it's never on the rails. The train never leaves the station. You're never cooking eggs in a microwave ever again in this building. You watch this space, mate. You kidding me? Oh, let's go, guys. Yeah. It's time for you kidding me. So many spurs. There's so many spurs. So many. There's spurs everywhere. Oh, look who's here. Oh, okay. Mixing it up today, then. Just a little bit. I thought uh, maybe I'll a new haircut. New haircut. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I, 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 I appreciate that. I'm glad that you have mixed it up for me. I don't, like, I don't like the haircut. You don't, don't like it? No, I don't I really can't, like it. I can't that. deal with it. No, I don't Stop like it. it. What? Don't say that to him. What are you I doing? I can't. I can't deal with it. It's a very just... nice haircut. No, Thank it's you, lovely, but it's it's not my carrot. Thank you, Kimber, for the compliment. Pete, I do appreciate your Kerid, honesty. You might recognise on... Pete's behaviour as something we call negging. It's not negging. That's negging. It's not negging. It is. Explain what negging is. You are negging him because you're trying to make it seem like you're better than him, and he's going to have to like try and bounce back to <laughs> please you. Are you going well, to grow your hair long? I think we should move on. I think we should get, me, I think we should get into you kidding me if I'm being completely honest. Let's play you kidding me. How does it work, Karen? So I've made up three different montages from three different years. They are all made up of a song, a movie, and a moment. Pete and Kimber go head to head to try and guess what the years are, hence uh. the name Year Kidding Me. You're so cute. Oh, thank you, Bob. That's beautiful. <laughs> uh, Pete, you currently are trailing Kimber two to one. <laughs> So let's see if you can claw yourself back today, mate. You're already sucking up to me already. So let's a little see bit, go. a little bit. Let's go. A brain, a beauty, a jock, a rebel, and a recluse. The Breakfast Club. A team of American and French scientists reports that the wreck of the Titanic has been found. Kim has gone straight away. I don't. I don't. I f- Feeling unsure about this one. Great song. Oh my goodness. That's great had a tune. resurgence. Great film. Recently. And I often wear the t shirt for the film, and I don't know when it came out though. The Breakfast What have Club. you gone with, Pete? Titanic should have been older than this. I feel like the other ones are around there. I've gone with 89. Ooh, Ooh. I went 84. Yeah. I'm nervous I've gone a bit early. Well, you have gone a, you have My gone instinct a, is 87. You have gone a little bit early, Kimba, but you've gone closer than Pete. It's 1985. Ooh. 85? Okay. Yeah. 85. All right. Second okay, one. Right. Let's do it. Marie, one small thing. Yeah. When you bring me out, can you introduce me as Joker? How dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. And yet, I'm one of the lucky ones. What year was that? Kimber's gone very early again. What was that at the end? That was Greta Thunberg. Oh, Thunberg. I, I, is that Thunberg? Thunberg. Thunberg. Oh, when did that happen? When did that happen? These ones Pete? are a little bit tough, I find. The ones that are in the last few years because COVID kind of mm. messed up what happened. You know what I mean? Those yes. three years. It really screwed everything, didn't it? You really it, have COVID? a hard time pinpointing these ones. I listened to this one earlier this morning and I thought, is that right? And then I re-googled it, and it is right. Yeah, okay. Uh, Come on, Pete. Give us an answer, Pete. Honestly. I got a stomachache. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I got a stomachache. That is not an excuse. You do this every single week. <laughs> every time we play. What Thank answer did you give? 2017. Kimba, you went with? 2021. Oh, not nah, too late. It was smack bang in the middle at 
2019. So you guys split the points. Oh, oh Let's go to the third one. Simple game. Is he serious? Always. It's much worse than you think. John Winston Howard do swear that I will well and truly serve the people of Australia in the office of Prime Minister. Wow. Kimber, you're a big Tom Cruise oh. fan. I thought you were well. going to say I'm a big politics no. person. I was like, yeah, I'm really all over this. Yeah. I do love Tom Cruise, only since I met him. When I met him, I fell in love with him. I don't care what people say about his weird Scientology and stuff. He mm. was a charming, delightful man. Is that part of the Scientology? I didn't even notice how short he was. Everyone asks me and I go, I don't know because he was so captivating. Wow, interesting. Um, Kimber's wearing, Kim wearing his I Love Scientology. Yeah, I, I saw that this morning, actually. I had questions about it's that. Cool hat. I he, know politics rolls around like... Every, like, it's, isn't it every, it's like the Olympics, isn't it meant to come around every four years or something? So I'm, into, I'm picking a number. Of, isn't that how it works? Sorry, Kimba, the, the bottom number that you've written down on your piece of paper. Oh, so that's not what I mean. I, I, was, I, was, I looked at that number and I thought, oh, thanks, oh, that Karen. Is, that tell, is me, tell me the number long... had a two in front of it. Thanks, Karen. I wasn't, I wasn't thinking. The number did have a two in front of it. I knew what I was trying to think. Kimba but... has given me a number. Pete, I'm going to need to hurry you up, please. Yeah, okay. I remember the front page of the West Australian having care, a just picture give me a of John <laughs> Howard with gloves on, jumping up above Paul Keating, and I'm sure that happened in 1997. Oh, and Kimber, you went with 1995. 95. It was 1996. You guys split oh, the points, but Kimber oh, took the first one, so it's Kimber 3-1. And you are banned from playing next week. You're too slow. Yeah, you are too slow. Rami's subbing in. Push the button, Pete. Sorry, what did you <laughs> Push say? Push the button. Get out, Pete. <laughs> the Pete and Kimber Podcast.